Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about what happens to the two of you when you choose to do the opposite of what you feel like doing in difficult situations. Mm, difficult situations and what you do. Oh, it's going to be a great show. And as we start this show, I want you to think about this quote from the Dalai Lama that says, in order to carry a positive action, we must develop here a positive vision. Mm-hmm. And when you're in those difficult situations, it can be hard to first come up with the positive vision so you can have the action. But we're going to be digging into that so deeply on today's show. But now we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by Organifi. We love the Organifi products and can't wait to share more about them later in the show. Now, for those of you that are like, Tony and Lisa, what's this thing called a hug? Well, a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, Mm -hmm. someone whose marriage is, is seeing change and growth. And this week's hug comes from a Facebook message that we received. And first and foremost, I want to just say to all the new listeners who've found the show recently, welcome, welcome, welcome. We love you guys. We're excited for what's ahead for you and your marriage. And for those of you who've been sharing the show, thank you. Honestly, One Extraordinary Marriage Show wouldn't be what it is today if it wasn't for you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys. We love you. So good. And so this Facebook message said, we did it three times, exclamation points. So we did it is you completed a seven days of sex challenge. So Mm -hmm. that's seven days of sex in a row. Um, Some of you even have done that in in different little ways and forms, whatever. But we did it three times means... 21 days. There you go. 21 times in 21 days. And she says, and we're still going strong. That in and of itself is pretty impressive for us. But the truly amazing part is that we are just under four weeks away from the revelation that my husband had an affair last year. Mm. We've struggled for the last several years facing infertility, addiction with multiple relapses, which Mm. led to one brief separation and now infidelity. Throughout this ordeal of finding out he had been unfaithful, we never spent a night apart or even in separate beds. I found your podcast two years ago as I was searching for help for our relationship. I have listened consistently and feel like I've learned so much about how to handle conflict and work towards resolution as a team instead of fighting against my husband. Before listening to your message, I felt like sex was only for the good times. I'd never considered it to be a vessel for healing. While I know that it will take much more than sex to rebuild our marriage, I feel like by connecting so deeply in this way, we are both even more motivated to pursue full restoration. Wow. That's an amazing, that's amazing. And and we're going to go into this in today's show, but before we get started on the topic, doing the opposite of what you feel like doing in difficult situations, we have something super exciting to share with you guys. We are hosting the first one conference here in San Diego on Saturday, September 8th. And we can't tell you how much we are going to dive into everything we talk about in the show 
but even more. And the best thing is we get to be face to face, which for us is where the the glory is. The, the, the sunshine is, is we don't get to just sit here behind our microphones, but we get to be with you guys. And so this is going to be a marriage conference in true one style. So to learn more, go to extraordinarymarriage.com. You can get all the details and the special conference pricing. So don't wait. We have limited seating. So go to extraordinarymarriage.com. So as we're jumping into this topic of what to do in difficult situations and doing the opposite of, of what you feel like, you know, a lot of people ask us, well, where do your show ideas come from? And this is a show idea that was literally birthed out of two things. One was that, that Facebook message that I opened with as the hug, Mm -hmm. right? Because here's a couple, think about that. They're four weeks away from the revelation that her husband was unfaithful a year ago. And they just completed 21 days of sex and are still going strong. In most people's minds, those two things do not belong in the same message. Right. They right? don't match up. They don't match up. So mm-hmm. that was one of those things where we're like, wow, that's kind of the opposite of what most people would say. And then I had a conversation with a divorce attorney that I've met and and we're talking about that when a couple is in a difficult season, right? When they're, I mean, he obviously sees couples when they're, you know, at this place where if they're coming to him, they're pretty much decided that their marriage is over. That in that place of going in towards divorce, they start doing all of the opposite things of what will actually bring them together, right? That's when the, the scathing emails go out. That's when the, you know, I'm not going to talk to you. And, and we've all everybody, like I don't use alls and always and nevers very often, but everyone listening to this show has either seen it or heard it. And we have ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been difficult times when I was reading over the show notes prior to jumping on the mics and just thinking about those times that Elisa and I have been in this situation. And, and, And in particular, I've been in this situation of difficult times. And instead of going towards Elisa, it's much easier and was much easier to go the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. Because when we're in this place of disconnect, when things are really bad, you know, it's, it's the couple that's never spent a night apart, right? They've always shared the same bed that suddenly someone's sleeping on the couch, Mm -hmm. right? Or, or in the guest room or wherever it is, instead of being in this place of, yeah, I'll make your coffee in the morning. You just kind of like walk out the door and I'm like, you know, see ya. If you even say goodbye. Right. The, the couple that you know, only post the good pictures on Facebook and now, you know, status changes to it's complicated or, you know, all of a sudden we start airing our dirty laundry on social media. And, you know, all of a sudden there are these conversations and, you know, there's more focus on just the, the distrust and the disconnect than on what are those things that actually brought us together? We start going into this place of scorekeeping, right? Well, I did this and you know, you didn't do that or well, you should do this for me. And, and it just gets, it gets snippy and it gets ugly. And we go into this place where instead of figuring out how to come together, we just keep doing more of what's going to drive, drive us apart. Mm-hmm. And we literally get those messages on a daily basis of the two of you pulling each other apart. And the truth is, is that as humans, it's in our nature to be self-preserving. When we've been hurt, it's, it's, it's in our nature to say, you know, I'm going to protect myself because I don't want to be hurt anymore. And, and the challenge 
that I find so interesting, this actually came straight out of the mouth of the divorce attorney, is that the things that we do that will help us, you know, win our divorce or get more in the divorce are the very things that drive a couple apart. Right. So when you start saying, well, I'm going to, I'm going to you know, make my own financial decisions and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to engage in these relationships and I'm going to do all of these things. Cause now it's about me. Mm-hmm. These are the things that end up creating a bigger wedge between the two of you. Because think about it, right? In the beginning of your marriage, think how easy it was to, to rave about how wonderful your spouse is. I married the most beautiful woman. My husband can, he's amazing. He can fix it. You know, all of these different things. We, we brag about the person that we marry, right? Or you make that time for each other. I mean, remember back in the day when you would like do dates? Crazy. What was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You, you would actually, you know, find those little pockets of time and get together. Mm-hmm. You know, you would do fun activities together. You would actually seek those out mm. instead of just sitting around mm-hmm. and ignoring one another. You know, you would share responsibilities within the household. You know, those are things that you would you would enjoy doing together. Maybe you'd even have fun washing the car together. Folding you know? laundry, you know. I don't know if a folding laundry is a fun thing to do together, but you would do Some it. Some people like it. Yeah, I know. Um, or, or, you know, cooking clean. Right. Somebody clean, makes yeah. dinner, somebody cleans up. You, you know, you've got this shared mm-hmm. responsibility. You, you made an effort to work through your challenges. Yeah. Right. You'd have this, those arguments. You're like, okay, how do we, how do we make up? How do we figure this out? How do we problem solve around this? So you actually had sex right in the beginning. There was sex and, and a lot of it, or maybe a lot more of it than you're having now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you had those guardrails around your marriage. You made those decisions about, you know, like this is what's going to protect our four walls. Mm-hmm. whatever those are. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the line, and we've all done it. Tony and I have done it for sure. You start doing the opposite of those things and you wonder why the disconnect is growing in your marriage. So instead of being a team, which we've talked about numerous times on the show, right? Mm-hmm. We've even shared this with you guys and I want to share it again is you need to have your team hashtag, mm. right? Your hashtag is team, whatever your last name is. Like ours is hashtag team DeLorenzo. It may be something different, whatever it may be that that solidifies and brings you guys together, but that's your team. Mm-hmm. That's what brings you together so that you are fighting together on what's ahead. And that may be at the crux of all of this is that this idea that, you know, instead of going in opposite directions, we start looking at ways to become one because when, when you're in this place where you start doing the opposite, instead of, instead of bragging about your spouse, oh, you're complaining about them. I've done it. I've sat around at events where women, I mean, it's almost like a a game of one upmanship where, oh, you know, my husband, you know, and there's an eye roll and a big old sigh. And, and all of a sudden it's this very toxic environment where everybody's Mm -hmm. talking about how awful their husband is. And I think about it from the other side of, for me personally, is the fight or flight. So am I going to fight for what we have or, or am I going to, or am I going to roll? You know, the, the flight, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm not going to do my part anymore. Mm -hmm. It's that flight response. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm not going to let her know I love her. Um, I think it's those pieces. So I see that from 
am I going to fight or am I going to flight? Mm-hmm. And when I say fight, I'm, I'm like fighting for, we're going to go after this together, not like we're going to fight against each against other. each other. Yeah. Right. Because that, that's another response that you have, right? When things are tough, you know, do you try and find ways for the two of you to connect or do you fill up all of that time with using your kids as a buffer, right? Do you sp- spend more time at the office? Are you going out with your friends more? Because there's, there's tension in the house and you haven't figured out how to solve it. So you start replacing that, that connection. Mm-hmm with other people or other things. Mm-hmm. And one of the times for me and, and being fully transparent here for myself, and maybe some of you can relate to this fitness became that reprieve, that place away than having to deal with what was happening within the four walls of our marriage. So it was easy for me to, at this point in time to get up at 4am and work out for two hours or get on my bike and go for six hour, seven hour, eight hour bike rides and come home completely ravished and done that I didn't have to, or I didn't, I didn't, I shouldn't say I didn't have to. I chose not to engage with Elisa in the family. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this happen many times over where the fitness and the competitions and, you know, I'm trying to best myself or beat my buddy at the next local event. And it takes down marriages. And that's one of those like crazy little ones when you're doing something like that, where, you know, people are like, what are you complaining about? It, it, yeah, he's doing good. He's, I mean, he's, he's in shape. He's, you know, he's staying fit. He, he's eating healthy. Yeah. And yet it can, it can be um, a tough one. Let's put it this way. That was the two, two to three years before we did the 60 days of sex challenge was that space where Mm -hmm. Tony was on his bike, probably six days a week, five, probably five to six days a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And and many of the rides on the weekends, like I was saying, would be anywhere from four to eight hours. Right. And you know, those other opposite things that you do in the beginning, I can't tell you how many conversations that Tony and I had, especially because we were long distance the first year of our relationship. And, and we've had, you know, seasons in our marriage where we've been long distance and things like that, you know, where, we spent so much time talking, talking about dreams, talking about, you know, seemingly nothing but everything all at the same time. Like we built our relationship on these epic conversations. Mm-hmm. And then when things were bad between us, I'm not sure we said more than 20 words to each other in a day. Yeah. And, and we, we just, we, we did a dance. Mm. We did a dance for sure. And I'll tell you, the dance was like hurting your feet because you're constantly, or for me anyways, was because I was constantly just walking on eggshells, trying not to say stuff. And it was a, it was a crazy time. It, it really was. And I, and I look back and I think about, wow, those sex, sexless months and, and, and days. And it, it was because we couldn't even connect we are, we are doing the opposite of everything we should have been doing. Right. You know, instead of coming together and fighting for our marriage, we kept pulling ourselves apart, trying to, like Elisa was saying earlier, the self-preservation for the one, which was myself, instead of looking at the marriage as what we should have been preserving. Mm-hmm. And that takes some time to understand, and we're going to get into that, but it's understanding that becoming that servant lover mm-hmm. means that you don't run away from it, but you go towards it. 
And I want to share just a couple more examples Mm -hmm. of what that looks like when you're doing the opposite. But I I hope that you all caught what Tony just said. And that was that when we get in this place of self-preservation, are we preserving ourselves or are we looking to preserve the marriage? Because that's that's something you need to take a look at, right? Because we can get so self-focused that we do things like say, you know what, like we're just in this place and I'm not going to have sex with you. Think about that hug, you guys. Mm -hmm. She found out a month ago that her husband had been unfaithful a year ago. And what did they do? They went towards each other. Most people would have said she would have been justified if she had not touched him for, for God only knows how long. Right? Be angry. Withhold sex. Mm-hmm. Right? I've done it. I've been mad at Tony and been like, you know what? We got issues. I'm not having sex with you. Right? And, and I look back now and I'm like, oh my goodness. The breakthrough there, though, I would say was a few years ago when we were in Puerto Rico and we, were both, ha- we both had headaches. <sighs> And we did a show on this called, um, I have a headache. Yeah. Let's have sex. I think is, is the title of that show. And you know what? It's one of those times. It's so small. Really. We had headaches. It's, it's not like this big, massive fight or anything. And yet during that time, we chose because it was a one night we were gone from the entire family. We we're staying at this awesome hotel right on the beach. And it was that one thing, though, that instead of just going, ah, forget it, we're not going to have sex because we both have headaches and we're tired, and we actually had sex. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. And I just think about something so small, how amazing it is when we choose to make a decision that goes against what we really think we should be doing. Mm -hmm. So having that conversation when we want, when we so want to just, not have it when you know especially around finances Mm -hmm. i think finances is a big one is that conversation about like i overspent and yet i'd rather just not talk about it and and i'm going to share that one of the biggest things that elise and i do regularly is our walk-in talks it's something that gets us out. It gets us moving. It gets us talking about stuff that we wouldn't normally talk about in the house, around the kids, or just because I think for us, what happens in our house, it just almost is a routine. But when we get on those walk and talks, it breaks what is happening in the household and we can just be real and vulnerable and it's just us. And believe me, there have been times when it's they're not the easiest conversations, and yet we're, we're going towards each other instead of the other way. Absolutely. And, you know, one family, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up and do the opposite. It's time to draw that line in the sand and say, what can I do to make my marriage better? What can I do to go, you know, kind of against what maybe society is telling me to do, maybe what Cosmo or whatever, you know, grocery store magazine or, you know, Google search is saying, hey, you know, go in this opposite direction, go away from your spouse, go do all this other stuff that'll pull you away and say, hold on a second. What can I do to go towards my spouse? What can I do to preserve my marriage? Mm -hmm. What can I do to be a team with this person that I said I do to? And and we want to We want to share a number of ideas with you, but we also want to introduce you to this week's sponsor, who is Organifi. And, you know, as we talk about these different ways to come together, Mm -hmm. one of the ways that you do that is to make sure that you're healthy because it's one of the biggest gifts that you can give to yourself and to your marriage. 
And the truth is, is that finding the right combination of nutrients can both be expensive and time consuming, right? And that that's why we love Organifi because they make it so, so easy with their gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and vegan products made with super ah, superfood. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so excited. I can't, I'm stumbling over that word. Superfood blends, you get ease of use and great tasting, trusted nutrition. And the fact is, this is what powered us when we did the California Coastal Trail. Well, when we hiked from the Oceanside Pier to Mexico, 65 the miles in three days. The San Diego section. I mean, in all honesty, their products are, are kick butt. I'm telling you, drinking the, the green juice right now, I love it. We love the sunrise to sunset. So that's like the green juice, the red juice for your midday, and then gold. Take that at night. If you need some good sleep, go for it. It's truly an awesome product. We love these guys. And on just grab it and mm-hmm. go. Just Take the greens every day, man, and see how you feel. Well, and here's the thing. They've got a 60-day money-back guarantee. So really, what have you got to lose? Mm-hmm. I want you all to go to OrganifiShop.com, and that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And you're going to enter promo code 1, O-N-E, at checkout, and you're going to get 20% off your entire order. Again, you're going to go to OrganifiShop.com, promo code slash one. And remember that this investment in your health, it's good for you and good for your marriage. You'll love it, you guys. Get the green. Just start with the green or go with the the sunrise, the sunset pack. But I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Have fun. Our entire family loves it. So, you know, everybody can get on this. So as we're, we're wrapping this around for you guys and you've been thinking, okay, maybe we do have disconnect. Maybe there have been these places, you know, Tony and Lisa, I've been listening to your examples and you know, I can see that happening in my marriage. How do I do the opposite? Right? Because it, it here's the thing. And, and when we say the opposite here, let's make sure we understand instead, instead of self-preserving, mm-hmm. instead of going opposite of each other, you're going to do the opposite, which is you're going to come together. You're going to be that team. So let's, let's make sure we understand when we say you're going to do the opposite, the opposite is typically, or, or the 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 normal, the default is going away. The opposite is going towards each other. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some of you are listening to this and you can't remember the last time you had sex because there's resentment. There's, there's a situation that the two of you haven't talked about. There's, you know, it's just been kind of a non-entity in your marriage. Mm -hmm. It's time to start the intimacy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's time to figure out as a team, what your sexual intimacy is going to look like. And here's the thing. When you start something new, it may not be for perfect the first one or two, three times. So we're going to have those walk-in talks to then address it outside of our bedroom and what's working and what's not. And we're going to keep going towards what's working. Mm-hmm. We're not going to ha- sit down and, and, and dissect why it's not. Let's stop looking at the failures and looking at them as the, the end-all, be-all. Let's look at what's working and keep going towards that. So if you know that the the way that you're initiating is working, let's continue to do that right now. And as we get further and further along in the intimacy lifestyle, we can add new stuff. Mm-hmm. But right now, let's hone in on what is working. What turns you guys on? What's romancing each other? Whatever that may be, stay there. A big part of doing the opposite when you're in those difficult situations is being focused on the positive, right? If you're not talking regularly, then we need to create a positive experience for the two of you to be able to talk regularly. Yeah. 
And Tony mentioned the walk and talks. Another option for that is the coffee break. Mm -hmm. Those are fantastic because that gives you a time each and every week. It's probably about a half an hour and you just go through these lists of questions and they're the same questions. So the great thing is, is if you're journaling them and you're writing them down, you can see week to week how things are going for you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's fantastic. We've heard from so many in the one family that this this alone has been able to keep them on a positive place and an understanding of what's happening in their marriage. So again, they're moving towards each other instead of away. So when something comes up, instead of just shoving it under the rug and not talking about it, well, you're going to have to talk about it because it's going to come up. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check out the coffee break, go to one marriage.com slash coffee break. I'll even have a link here in the show notes. You know, for those of you that can't remember the last time you went on a date, what are you doing on Friday night? Or Saturday night or Sunday lunch. Make Breakfast. it happen. I don't I mean it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be what everybody always thinks of a dinner and a date or a movie a movie and dinner. It's man, if breakfast works better for you guys because of your schedule, then make it happen. Truth is you need to stop making excuses and start making plans. But just Man, that that's tweetable. <laughs> uh, and I don't even use Twitter that much anymore. He doesn't even and use that's Twitter. Twitter tweetable. That's just that's the reality. You want your marriage to look different? Stop making excuses and start making plans. Get out and put those guardrails around your relationship. What are those lines? What are those boundaries that you need to have in place, right? Stop using the kids or work or your friends as a buffer and make time to get to know your spouse again. If you find that you're always complaining about your spouse or your marriage, I'm going to challenge you this week that you need to start complimenting and expressing gratitude. Because here's the thing, when you actually express gratitude, when you start complimenting someone, your brain starts looking for more of those things. And when that happens, guess what you get? More of those things to compliment and brag on. It's gonna, hey, your spouse may not respond the first few times. This is one of those again. It takes time. You know, we, we want it to happen instantaneously. And yet you're, you're, you you got to understand your spouse is also going through their own process and they're on their own journey and you're on your journey. And then you guys are on the journey together. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes they're not all there because you've worked it out in your head and you've worked out the conversation over the last two months. They just might not be there. And I've learned this the hard way over time. And I still am learning this at times. So have some grace. Mm allow them to fully understand what's happening and let them, they're on their journey. You don't change it. Remember what our hashtag this year is, what can I do? If it means that you continue to call your spouse out in a positive light, lavish them with words of encouragement, that's what you can do. Mm -hmm. That's what you can do. And sometimes they may not respond exactly the way you want to. And yet, what are you going to do? You got to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. You don't stop. You continue to do it. Absolutely. And that's that's a good point too. The, do What disconnect says is you stop doing it the minute you don't get a response or the minute that you don't get any type of feedback from your spouse. The opposite says you keep going. Mm-hmm. Right? You keep going because you know this is what's going to bring connect. You know, maybe you, you're in this place where one of you is always watching TV on their phone or doing whatever. Turn it off. Right? You want to do the opposite? You want to have more connection? Turn it off. Right. If you're finding yourself keeping score, right, and always being this whole tit for tat thing, this is the week that you're just going to choose to serve. 
without the whole scorekeeping mechanism. You just tell that little scorekeeper in your head that it's a permanent timeout. Kill the scorekeeper, please, folks. Kill it. I mean, you, that, 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 this show's bringing up so many things that Elise and I did in the past that just, it, it's hitting me. It, it, and I don't know when this came about for me, but I stopped keeping score. I, I, I stopped going, oh, well, Elise made dinner, so now I got to do something. Or I did this, this, and this, so I'm going to just sit back until Elisa does something. I, and I don't know where that changed, but I do know it changed because Elisa and I began to do what we've been sharing with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, sex became a priority to us. Deeper conversations became a priority to us. Speaking about our finances became a priority to us. Being at church together was a priority to us. So all those things started adding up. And the scorekeeping was just like, ah, whatever. Who cares? It's just one more thing that's that's keeping us apart. And it's not worth it anymore. Mm. The truth is, is that so many couples choose to be ordinary and just let their marriages kind of go down this path of disconnect. And, and it just becomes, it almost becomes a rut right? Where you're just sort of going, you know, going along with the, with the path. You're like, this is the road that I'm on. And I, I'm going to challenge each and every one of you this week to be revolutionary, to choose to do the opposite of what society, what TV, what movies, what books are telling you to do and say, I'm going to lean in to my spouse this week. I'm going to find ways to connect. I'm going to choose to preserve this marriage because this, this relationship is worth fighting for. This is why I can say in the mirror, what can I do? Because this is what I'm fighting for. Yeah. Let's go for it. You guys, this is, this is the opposite week. Let's just call it opposite week. What are you going to do opposite of what you've been doing? That's going to increase and enhance your marriage. Let's just call it that. Boom. Go after it. Let us know. Send in your hugs at hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We want to hear it from you guys. And don't forget, we got the one conference coming up June or September 8th. Here in San Diego, we want to see you. Go to ExtraordinaryMarriage.com. We love you guys. Take care. Have a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.